Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Megan. And this is Cinema Super Collider, where we're smashing up cinema one movie at a time. Greetings, my friends. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here, my friend. Can your heart stand the shocking fact about cinema, This episode of Cinema Super Collider, we look at the 2017 horror comedy Dead Ant, starring Jake Busey and Sean Astin. And wow. And Tom Arnold. I mean, honestly, you have to give top billing to him, too. He's. I'd like to not mention Tom Arnold if I possibly could. I know you would, but I mean, to be fair, he's in this film. He brings the movie down, man. I, I don't necessarily agree with Eric on this, but... I, I can see where your point is. Yeah, it's too many. The, the, it keeps cutting away from the action to Tom Arnold to to like give one liners and jokes. He's like ad libbing, you know. And uh, I I don't I don't like that part of the movie. But otherwise, I think this is a really fun movie that does the thing we always say that we we like is it's better than it needed to be. Yes, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I will also say this. I have seen Jake Busey, the lesser Busey, as I like to refer to him as, in a number of films. This is probably the best movie I've seen him in. Like he he does no the question. best. He does no the best question. job. So t- Jake Busey does a great job in this film. Oh yeah, yeah he plays Brett Michaels basically. basically. Yeah. yeah. So just a, a very quick summary of what happens in this movie is a rock band gets some peyote from a Native American fruit stand owner. They go to some... What's his name? Like Big, Bigfoot. His name's Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Bigfoot. Bigfoot and Charlie, or Bigfoot and Firecracker are the two guys that, that sell the peyote. Right. One of whom is a Native American and the other of whom is a little person. Right. I'm sorry. I derailed your, your description. I'm just so excited. I know. Okay. So, starting over again. A rock band purchases some peyote from a Native American named Bigfoot and his his partner, his... It's unclear. It doesn't matter. Uh, firecracker. They go to some re- rocks in the desert and take peyote when the sun goes down, except for their bass player who takes it too early. And the one warning that they are given by Bigfoot is not to hurt anything in the natural world, not to even step on an ant, because because reasons. And the reasons are nature fights back. And so, of course, Sean Astin, the bass player, takes his peyote too early and accidentally fucks with an ant that bites him. And then he is devoured by ants. So, th- basically, that's that's the movie. They take the peyote. The it's ant- a giant ant movie. It's a giant ant movie. The giant ants come after them and progressively <laughs> shit gets real. The reason they're taking the peyote is that they, they're kind of a washed up old like rock band from the like a hair metal band they're right? a hair metal band from like the 90s basically they're they're sort of playing poison you know with yeah they had one hit song which was a power ballad a power ballad and they say no they're 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 in the truck and they're saying or they're in the the van the airstream the airstream trailer the band trailer and they're saying no more power ballads but 
Brett Michaels wants to do the power ballad because that was his biggest hit. Yeah. And so there's a, a little bit of uh, controversy there. So as far as dead, as far as dead, as far as giant ant movies go, what do you think? This or them? <laughs> this It's either this or them. Mm, I mean, so this is much more, I think, fun and funny versus them. But them is like a classic. I mean. Did we do that on the show? Yes, we did. We did it. <laughs> we did an episode called And That's How You Get Ants, which was. Oh, yeah. We did two movies in that. We did them because you had never seen it. Right. And then we did phase four, which I had never seen, which is about ants getting brains yeah they get super intelligent brains from outer space i think yeah i think it comes from space maybe i'll I'll post that as the classic episode this week oh that'd be good yeah um i mean giant ant movies are fun you know like i don't know there's just they're they're fun puppets to look at it, i mean obviously there's giant rats we saw giant rats yeah, right in food, food of, of the, the gods, gods right mm-hmm, giant sure. ants in them sure there's a giant gila monster yeah there's the meg right uh the, like giant animals giant small animals there's the giant bunnies in night of the lepus i was just about to say night of the lepus is like the the dumbest of them. right and uh <laughs> there's giant there's got to be giant spiders in some movie arachnophobia does that have a giant spider yeah it? it does and it, i mean there's other wouldn't call it lord of the rings a, or what was that the return of the king a giant spider movie but there's a giant there's spider a giant in spider in it yeah i mean i'm surprised that you don't remember the name of it oh i know the name of the spider it's shelob oh okay yeah daughter of ungoliant um oh, i could go on and on yeah eric loves lord of the rings he knows all yeah, the stuff i'm sort of a, a fan of the tolkien lore he's a tolkien nerd oh my god i don't even rate in the level of tolkien that's, nerdism that's true i mean i am like a low level low level Tolkien yeah. nerd. You can well actually your way out of a Tolkien. I can't speak argument. Elvish though. I mean, you know, like like Stephen Colbert can speak like the two different dialects of Elvish. I can't do that. Well, when you have a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, in between shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he was in Chicago, probably when, in between the like working at uh, the second, improv. Yeah, second, second city. city. Was, well, yeah, because he he actually worked the. The box office, I think, or the coat check. I can't remember which, but it was it was some. He's like, another Northwestern alum too. I think from the theater department. Uh, maybe I know he's from Northwestern. I don't know if it was uh, theater. theater department, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I know I know some of the people that graduated from Northwestern theater department. Yeah, well, but he's the Tolkien expert, and I don't. I wouldn't say that just because there's a giant spider in it. One of the coolest giant spiders in movies, I would say, was the uh, was the Shelob in Return of the King. Well, wasn't there that movie with like the giant spider that basically was like a puppet on top of a car? Right, which there had was. Alan. It didn't have Alan Hale Jr. in it. Oh yes, yes, it did. It had the skipper in it. Yeah, yeah, that was called Giant Spider Invasion. Giant Spider Invasion. Absolutely. How could I? I forget giant spider invasion i mean it's in the name yeah <laughs> well you know that one i i don't know if you would i don't know if i would qualify that as being a horror comedy but it is mostly good for it laughing for at laughing it. at yeah yeah and uh this one is a this one is an outright horror comedy it's it's sort of like if you took spinal tap and mixed it with them you know and put yeah. like a twist on it yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah the band is trying to write a new song they're also going to be performing at a festival called no cella instead of <laughs> they think they're going to coachella right exactly yeah but tom arnold says no couldn't get that gig you're going to no cella that's where all the bands are that's where all the hip bands are these days right which is not the case and there's yeah. only about like 50 extras that they got to be on set for for this festival 
it looks like some festivals that I played when I was with, uh, oh, geez, was I with uh, uh, Red Plastic Buddha or was I with Ghost Pilot? I remember playing some festivals out in the in the country, like mm-hmm. in a barn stage, you know, like psychedelic a- music festival or, or jam band festival well, or something. I remember you went to that one gig. Wasn't it it be- must have been with Ghost Pilot. I, I don't think. Oh, no, 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 no. It was with Tim. No, it was, it was with, with Tim and Red was, Plastic Buddha. You went to Canada and you played in front of a house. Oh my goodness, that was, no, we played in front of the house in uh, Detroit. Was it Detroit? We played in front of, we played. I thought you went to Canada. No, we did go to Canada. We played a show in Toronto, but that was at an actual uh, rock club. It was a pretty decent show, actually. It was a pretty decent club. We also played in uh, Minneapolis in like a stage the size of uh, like nine feet by nine feet. And there was a full drum set Mm -hmm. and a gong. He had a full on gong, not like my little gong. He had a giant gong. Eric owns a gong. Of course I own a gong. I mean, all the cool kids own gongs. Yeah. Where are you? Where have you been? Uh, Not owning a gong. (laughs) <laughs> you wish you owned I a own a gong by proxy. You don't need to own a gong. I've got a gong. It's I a know. family gong. It's a, <laughs> it's a shared gong. Shared gong experience. The shared gong experience. Our new band. Yes. Yes. So the show starts out with a naked lady running away from a giant ant. Yes. And apparently that actress originally wasn't supposed to be naked, but she thought it would be super funny if as she's running away from the super gigantic ant that she progressively got more and more naked. It is kind of funny. It, it is reminds kind of funny. there was a, a Monty Python bit like that where it was uh, Carol, uh, whatever her name was. I, just, I keeps thinking it's Carol Kane, but it's not. No, that's it di- was Carol something Carol. or other. But she was running away from something, and like every, she would like go by a bush, and it would like a thorn bush, and it would pull off her skirt, uh, and then like the last one pulls off her bra, but she covers up. And uh, this one, you get to see full on, see full frontal. Uh, she's just super naked. She's just super naked, which is a good way to start a film. Those are the only boobies you see in the movie. That's fine. The only naked boobies you see in the film. Are you going to say boobies now because Charles Band told you to say boobies? Um, Maybe. Oh, boy. Right. So so we do have that. And we see Bigfoot giving her the warning because we're cutting back and forth between like her actually getting the peyote and her running away from the ant. So we know what, right. this, what we know what the setup is like from the jump in this movie. Right. You take drugs and don't fuck with nature. And what do most people do? They fuck around and find out. Right. How do you walk through the desert without stepping on an ant? That's the thing. I haven't walked through a lot of deserts, so I'm not sure. Are they just covered in ants? I don't think so, but I think, you know, ants are so ubiquitous. They're just so uh, uh, endemic to everywhere in the planet. I think there's more ants. There's certainly more ants on the planet than there are humans. I think well, we like, learned, the we... biomass of ants is some, you know, like vast number, you know, way, way more than, than the biomass of humans on the planet. Well, we learned from Brett Busey that uh, there are 22,000 varieties of ants because he... <laughs> Instead oh, yeah. of instead of writing songs for his band, he watched Jeopardy with his aid, agent. <laughs> That's that was a good gag. See, this movie's full of like funny little bits like that, yeah, which really elevate it and uh, you know take it from being like a comedy horror, like uh, you know, like Birdemic Three or Birdemic. Birdemic Three doesn't even achieve that. Birdemic Two. Birdemic you know? Two is is the comedy one. Yeah, Birdemic we have, Three. We haven't done that one for the show. Have we, we haven't. It's weird because we did the original Birdemic and then we did Birdemic Three when it. When it was on streaming, or no, you bought it. I did buy Birdemic. I 
shelled out actual money. You own for, yeah. Birdemic 3. Oh, my God. A.K.A. the Wikipedia entry about climate change. Oh, my God. That was a bad one. Yeah, not so good. Now, this is great. So, a naked lady gets attacked by an ant at the beginning. She takes the peyote called the sun. Right. She wants to buy the moon, but there's no moon available anymore. And they never explain what the difference is. Yeah. Except you have I think, to buy the sun. I think the sun is more expensive. I think that's the only thing. Yeah, the sun was more expensive. So the band is on their way to uh, Coachella or Nochella, right? And they're going to uh, Red Rocks or something, or, or they're going out into the California desert somewhere. It's going to yes. be like the doors, right? Right. They're going to take peyote and they're going to like camp out around a fire with their guitars and stuff. And they're going to be inspired by, you know, nature and whatnot to, to write some sort of like new cool ass song and they do write a song it's not necessarily a new cool ass song though well it's a it's a banger though it is a memorable song it's sort of like uh tailspin it's sort of like tailspin you will or or rock me sexy jesus it's a stupid song from a movie that didn't need to be any better than it actually was it's it is a a on par though with uh, uh, something that you would get from Spinal Tap, like, you know, like uh, Hellhole or uh, uh, Big Bottom, you know, right, like yeah. it, it's it's on that level. It's a, I mean, it's a good parody it's a, rock song. It's a good parody rock song. It's called Side Boob. Right. It was a hot summer's night. She was sweating all over. She went to the fridge for a cherry cola. I said, So the the band in their trailer, they go and they visit Bigfoot and Firecracker. Uh, Sean Astin is the bass player, and he's wearing a ridiculous wig yes. and a hat. And uh, Sean Astin is being like really wacky too, which is kind of I, just, I don't know about that. But he goes to buy the drugs and has little interaction like, oh, I want to buy this and I want to sell him that. And the uh, Bigfoot tells him, you know, whatever you do, don't hurt any animals. And don't take it before sundown. Right. You have to wait for the sun to go down to take it. And so the first thing Sean Astin does is gobble up some of these mushrooms. Like, I, you know, I'm going to do this. Is peyote a mushroom? No, it's not a mushroom. It's a cactus. Right. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. You'd, and, yeah. It, and you buy it in buttons, right? You buy Right. It, like, I've never buttons. had peyote. So I have I don't either. know. I understand it's really fibrous and you got to chew it a lot. Yeah. And I understand it always makes you barf. Right. I've heard that too. Though mushrooms can make you kind of sick too. I don't know. I've never gotten sick from mushrooms. Eric and Megan's drug talks. Yeah, it's mushrooms new, are cool. Take mushrooms, everybody. It's a new segment. I mean, I have taken several hallucinogenics in my time. I recommend mushrooms over acid any day. Mushrooms are they're very fun. Yeah, and so take do, mushrooms, kids. They do. They do make you maybe a. They taste awful. 
I don't, I mean, they do, but they're, I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. But you put it on a peanut butter sandwich or something or make tea with it. We made, Yeah, a couple times that I've had it, I've done like the tea thing. Yeah. And it was fine. Well, Sean Aston chews up this peyote button, right? And uh, that was a bad choice. Because he's broken one of the two rules, which is right. you got to wait till sundown. Right. And then he goes out into the desert. I'm not sure what his goal is, but he ends up pissing on an anthill. Right? Yes. And he's like, hey, drown in my piss. And so the ant looks up at him and, you know, well, gives he's, him a, he's tripping. So the ant talks to him. The ant talks to him. And uh, Sean Astin is then sort of attacked and eaten by like a uh, squirrel size ants. Yes. Yeah. A bunch of them. Yeah. So they swarm all over him and bite him all over, and it's really gross and disgusting. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a total mess. He's, he's, they, he's missing. Right. Missing in action. Tom Arnold is up upset because, uh, you know, their bass player is now missing. But everybody in the band's like, eh, don't worry. He's just a bass player. He's we, the bass player. You know, even if we lose him, we can just replace him, right? Yeah. I mean, it is it is a running joke in bands that the bass player is completely, completely replaceable and kind of a loser. I mean, am I am I wrong? Um, <laughs> It's a stereotype, unfortunately. But in, in pretty much all the bands that I've been in that have had some level of success, our bass player has been crucial, really. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, in, in it, it, Red in, Plastic Buddha, uh, our bass player was the leader of the band. Sure. And in uh, uh, Chi-Town Soul, our bass player was... If we didn't have uh, Ed on bass, that whole... Th- I mean, he couldn't play one bass line. He had a really hard time with Michael Jackson's song. Yeah. Let, or no, yeah. it was it a was Jackson 5 song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, I forget what it was. Oh, baby, give me one more chance to show you that I love you. Let me back in your heart. Whatever yeah. that one is. I want you back. Do, do, do. That was it. Yeah. But he was fantastic on bass. Uh-huh. For an old dude, he was good. Yeah. And he could play all like the disco bass lines and stuff, you know, like really, really, really well. So in those bands, the bass player was important. But yeah, for for the most part, the the guy, when, when, you're, just, when you're young and you're forming a band, you've got a few guys that play guitar. And, one and the of guy them, that plays worse it has to be the bass player. Right, exactly. I, I remember there's a, there's a skit that kids in the hall did about the bass player and uh, i think oh yeah i remember that one. i think bruce is the one that is the bass player right and it's it's just it's them it's just that going, weird like, curly-headed dude what's what's that guy's name kevin kevin yeah he's like he's reading like beat poetry oh the bass i love the bass yeah it's like the bass player never gets the girlfriend the bass player is always the one unloading the van the bass player sits yeah. at home on friday nights when there's no gigs Right. You know, the poor bass player. But everyone hates the bass player. No one invites the bass player to the party after the show. Hey, what are you guys doing after the show? (laughs) Oh, nothing. Okay. (laughs) If he does go to the party, he can only get the good-looking girl's best friend. Is Heather coming? (laughs) The bass player is the loser of the band. Yes, he is. If you don't believe me, take a look at the one you're with. But there's something beautiful about the bass. Sometimes when I listen to it, I, I don't know, I get caught up in the squirrel and I'm flying. I'm flying, Ma, over a big, beautiful lake. He's playing the bass and I'm flying! Sometimes when I land, I'm in a different neighborhood. So if, so, you're, yeah. if you are a bass player out there, we, we, we offer you... Where would the Grateful Dead be without Phil Lesh? The, the, nowhere. I mean, you need a good bass player. A good bass... I mean, uh, Pink Floyd. 
you know, uh, uh, it's not uh, David Gilmore, but it's Roger Waters is the bass player. Sure. You can't hit Pink Floyd without the bass player. So, I mean, I, I, the, I think that the, uh, the notion of the bass players being easily replaceable is kind of true. But right, the notion of the bass player as being like the least like reliable guy in the band, that's always the drummer. The, yeah, the drummer's always the one that like rolls in late and shit. Yeah, yeah. and the drummer's got a shit ton of equipment to load in yes. if there's not a set that they can use. Right. So it's always like heavy-ass bags of stuff. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. We're not here to talk about bands. Although, Sorry. It's, it's kind of fun. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about a movie that's about a band, so. Right. So, uh, uh, we learn as the movie goes on that uh, uh, as the uh, attacks continue, the ants get larger and larger. Right. The more the if you kill one of the ants is i don't remember who comes up with this theory but if you kill one of the ants then the ants go away and then they come back at a size larger yeah so, that's right so yeah so when when sean Aston fucked with the the normal size ant we got squirrel sized ants and then they end up shooting one of the squirrel sized ants because a bunch of ants come and attack them in their campsite the following morning right Right. And the Tom Arnold has a gun. And I, th- I think at one point during the exchange, they're like, why do you have a gun? And he's like, I'm a manager of a rock band. Of course I have a gun. Yeah, that's funny. I um, didn't know. We didn't have any guns. Uh, not that I know of. You didn't have a manager. Teams. No. <laughs> we didn't that's why. No, we needed a manager. You we need like, gotten, we'd have had better gigs. Well, you know, I mean, if Phil Spector taught us nothing, it's that guns and rock... Not so a great Sean combo. Astin disappears, right? But, but the rest of the guys set up, you know, little lawn chairs, and they start a little campfire, and they take their peyote, and there's none left for Tom Arnold, and he's very upset, so he starts drinking whiskey, right? And then uh, two like bikini chicks sort of show up. They're on their way to Coachella, Nochella, or are they going to Nochella? They're going to Nochella. Okay, yeah. So they show up. And uh, Brett Michaels is there with his girlfriend, but he's like, you know, winking at these two other younger girls. Well, then they, Tom Arnold and the guitar player, or the, the, the yeah, drummer. No, the no, guitar player. The guitar player. They're, you know, Tom Arnold is lusting after these girls who are like young enough to be his granddaughter. Well, they first meet these two at Bigfoot's place. Do they? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. They, they meet do. them in, uh, there's, it's like, in, in Bigfoot, it's like in the back of a gas station or something. No, it's a fruit stand. Remember? Oh, they, oh, they had the organic fruit. They have an organic fruit stand. Oh, that's right. Right. And yeah. so, and, and one of these two girls is the inspiration for Side Boob. Yeah. And you but, can imagine why. Because, yes, the, the, the song burst forth from the guitar player's brain because he saw her open a cooler to get a drink out of the cooler yeah and he goes side boob side boob and they start playing a song side boob this is when they're in the desert this is when they're in the desert the first night they're in the desert around the campfire so that's the so they were trying to write a new hit song the guitar player's doing that and the the drummer's like this is awful please stop <laughs> right. Well, you know, she's a lady, and so she doesn't want a song about a side boob. Sure. Well, I mean, I mean, she's in a rock band. So. She's in a rock band. I mean, it's a little embarrassing. Your mileage may vary. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jake Michaels decides that he's going to... Jake Michaels. He's going to try to fly. Jake Busey as... Mitch as, Michaels, as no, Bre- Brett, Brett Michaels. Michaels. <laughs> Mitch Michaels is the the lesser known yeah. uh, uh, cover band frontman for. Right, I was thinking of Mitch Mitchell. He played with Jimi Hendrix. That's a different drummer. He's not a drummer. He's the front man. He's the front man. Uh, yeah, Brett Michaels is a, is a front is, man. Yes, as is Mitch Jake. Michaels is nobody. Mitch 
Mitch Reichel says you just made somebody up. Right. Right. Unless right. that's Mitch von Valmu, uh, Mitch von Malibu's, uh, uh, <laughs> Mitch like von Malibu, uh, all the Mitches, Mitch Miller. Who's that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're Mitches. All right. Come on. We got to get back, uh, back on track here. You're the one who's, <laughs> you're the one who's Yeah, decided. I don't know, Alan. We're recording this in the afternoon and I'm like really sober. I, you know what? I had one of those cans of that, uh, that that uh, energy drink that has like some sort of brain chemical in it. It's got peyote in it. No, it's some other <laughs> some other brain chemical I never heard of. Yeah, peyote. They use it in uh, Japan to treat uh, uh, like patients with Alzheimer's disease. Japanese so. peyote. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's finally fixed my brain. I don't know. Anyhow, um, so they so, the so next like, morning they wake up and they get attacked by ants. Yes, and so they all make a break for it. Uh, most of them end up in the airstream. One of the bikini girls ends up in the car that they drove up in, and a few things happen. One of which is ants get into the airstream and they shoot one of the ants, thus right, thus making the ants retreat so that they can get bigger. But before that happens, there is an ant invasion in the car where the the bikini girl in the car decides she's not going down that way, gets a can of hairspray knocks the nozzle off the top and creates a flamethrower out of it, which explodes the car. Yeah, yeah, it does, unfortunately. And she also, at that time, gets attacked by the giant, giant ants, by this time. No. By the bigger giant by ants. By the bigger giant ants. And these are ants the size of like a... Dogs. Dogs. Yeah, yeah sure. They're, they're dog Big dogs. Big dogs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. German shepherd ants. Right. So, I mean, she does that. that uh, uh, James Bond did that in a movie, To Kill a Snake, once. He had a spray can and or something. It, uh, maybe exploded. spray deodorant, like right guard or something he was he, using. He exploded ants all over him? No, no, no. He did it to a snake. There was uh, Somebody was trying to kill him, and there was a snake in the bathtub or something like that. Was it a toilet snake? Oh, no, no, no. Not a toilet snake. Those are the best snakes. Those are the ones that really explode. Mm-hmm. Do they? Exp- yes, they do. They shoot a rocket launcher at that snake in Hard Ticket. Is it Hard Ticket to Hawaii? Yeah. 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 Another another classic oh my God. movie. Another classic giant monster. It's not really a giant No, monster. it's just a toilet snake. Anaconda is a giant monster. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. There's a snake out there this big? Yeah. There's yeah. also Attack of the Giant Leeches. There's giant leeches. <laughs> that's a good one, too. We've done that one. We Did we? Yeah, we did. Oh, that's That's another, another classic episode. Maybe I'll post that as a well, classic it's episode. Like, well, this well. is all for Halloween. We're, we're trying we're to do We're doing giant monsters for October, everybody. This is 2023, in case you're listening to this in the future sometime. Yes, in the future, when Eric and I are both dead. <laughs> in the future, which is where we will all be living. In the distant future of 2029. All right. So the giant ants attack and uh, a, a, you know, a huge chase ensues. Right. right. Well, first the giant ants show up like there's a, just a huge ocean of ants and they take the airstream and they kind of are, are dragging it towards their anthill. Right. Right. So and and uh, who uh, there's someone else winds up dead too. Right? Well, bo- both the bikini chicks end up dead. Oh, both the bikini chicks. Oh, right. The um, side boob girl gets dragged into the ant and hill. eaten. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. R.I.P. Bikini chick. Yep. Side boob girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only person in the band that dies is Sean Astin. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. They all get away. Yeah. Jake Michaels breaks his leg jumping off of the rocks when he's high on peyote. Right. So he's got a fucked up leg during yeah, this period. He's kind of, of laid time. up with a. With a They've sort of. Leg. Like, they made like an improvised like. Splint. Splint. Yeah. So that he didn't have to go anywhere. But. Right. 
And meanwhile, uh, Jake Busey or uh, Jake Michaels doesn't matter. Is uh, he's killing it? I mean, he's really funny. He's so good at pretending to be a like parody version of Brett Michaels. Remember have- Rock of Love? Yes, it's Rock of Love. He's Brett got, Michaels. It's yeah, post poison he's got the he's got the bandana like covering the bad blonde wig and there's a there's a point it's got the eyeliner well at the beginning of the movie they're talking about like the old days and stuff and and i think one of my favorite bits he does is he's like yeah remember when we used to get to wear makeup i miss makeup (laughs) that's right but he's wearing a face full of fucking makeup too yeah 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 it's funny and uh does his girlfriend make it yes she does okay yeah yeah, she she's like your stereotypical groupie, and it's implied. Well, no, I think she's she's his girlfriend. I think she's you know like like. But she's a groupie girlfriend. Yeah, she. I guess she is. She's yeah. a groupie girlfriend, yeah. and it's implied a couple of times in the movie that the the guitarist is super into her. Right, and they've had threesomes before. Yeah, yeah, because there's a sort of when he's high on the peyote, he's he ends up talking to a rabbit, and he's like, I, I, it's really pathetic. I gotta stop, like. crushing on you i really i'm really sorry that i keep i gotta stop asking for threesomes it's really really pathetic and Uh, i'm so sorry yeah yeah it cuts it cuts to a rabbit that he's talking to but you can (laughs) clearly see that he's really talking to the the girlfriend right right (laughs) is it really a rabbit is it really a girlfriend i thought at one point that the movie was going to turn into a situation where that the ants weren't real and it was all just part of the peyote hallucination and uh, I think maybe they were going for that. Maybe, maybe they were trying to make us think that. Well, there is a movie where that is th- the thing. What movie is that? It's called Shrooms. Oh, I've never heard of Shrooms. I have told you that you should watch Shrooms before. Was it on one of our trailer lists? No, it was. it's on Shudder, I think. Oh, um, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, it's about a bunch of people who go into, I think, a forest and take some shrooms. The, you know, the thing that Eric and I were like, everybody go have shrooms, and then people start dying. Oh, so. yeah. I used to go to the forest. Pre- One of the things, when I was in Rockford, I would uh, uh, I took acid and went to uh, Rock Cut State Park and went out there, and uh, me and, me and uh, I, I might have been my brother, I don't remember, it was some other person with me, and we started drumming on a lot, like a fallen tree. We took, like, there were sticks on the ground. Mm-hmm. We started drumming on the tree, making awesome music in the forest. Yes, cut to other people in the forest <laughs> preserve going, what the fuck is going on over there? I was out there with, oh, I'll tell you what, I was out there with my friend Randy one time, and uh, we were tripping, and he was getting eaten alive by mosquitoes, and he was freaking out. And I was telling him, like, Randy, just it's like the universe. We're all sharing blood together. They need your blood. They're going into the, there, and they will reproduce. And it's like part of you will become part of mosquitoes. this whole, you know, this whole environment. And he was like, wow, that really helped. Well, so. okay then. <laughs> you can have a good time on acid. I mean, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just oh, no. Like, Look, I've had Shrooms some, are better. Yeah, it's more fun. Uh, anyhow. Right. So, the, so they have... Not a lot happens in this movie. I mean, we, we like, I mean, your the, summary the, pretty much summarized it. So, is, like, is, yeah, yeah, you know, the, if I go off track, it's ants, not too bad. Yeah, Right. And ants. so... The giant ants look pretty good. I mean, they're all CGI. They are. There's a couple of moments where I was like, mm, maybe not so much. Though. Yeah, I mean, it's, CGI not, fire it's is, not an expensive movie. It's, a, it's very much trying to be a B movie. Oh, yeah. It's very much trying to be a drive-in type of movie. 100%. This and I think they kind of nail it, really. Yeah, oh, yeah. When, yeah. Most of the... Like, I took a look at some of the reviews and stuff from this and 
a lot of people were like, this is exactly the movie that that most people would want to see at a drive-in, and it's a shame that there's not a lot of drive-ins to show it at. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I think this movie got generally good reviews. Yeah, yeah. Most everything that I it's, read, I never heard of it. It just popped up on my uh, list on the on on Amazon. I, or I think that the reason that it didn't get a lot of word of mouth is that it was very limited release in theaters, and I'm assuming that that limited release was probably West Coast because. This guy that he, his name is Ron Carlson. He wrote the movie, he directed the movie, he produced the movie. And mostly he seemed just based off of like. He also wrote Side Boob, I think. He did write Side Boob, yeah. And he's in the movie as the sound tech at no, Nocella, uh, very briefly. He's like in one scene. But he mostly produces stuff. I think that like looking at his IMDb, most of the things that he produces actually were like the ESPY Awards, which is the ESPN Sports Awards. So. I think that he had a certain amount of money to make a movie that he really wanted to make. He did that, and then he released it video on demand. And video on demand a couple years after the initial movie was was released. Because the VOD, I think, got released on in 2019. But this movie is a 2017 movie. So I think it was kicking around for a couple years before like it got hooked up with video on demand. And I think that my suspicion is the reason it didn't get a lot of word of mouth is just because of the circumstances by which the release happened. This wasn't going to be a, this isn't like a a big budget movie or anything. I would say that the majority of the budget based on the way that this was filmed went to getting Sean Astin, Tom Arnold and Jake Busey signed on. And and the guy that plays the the guitar player, who I'm always forgetting the name of, his name is Reese something or other. Um, he was on Entourage. That's that's the main thing that that I've seen him in. Reese Corio. Yeah, Reese Corio. He was on Entourage. I didn't watch enough Entourage to tell you who he was on Entourage. I know he's not the main guy from Entourage or Jeremy well, I Piven. I watched about 15 minutes of that show and decided it wasn't for me. Yeah, well, you know. It, either it is or it isn't, you know? I can't, you know, I'm just, I've got my computer open here. I'm trying to find which company released this, if this had a major, I don't, like, like, company behind it, or if it was, like, strictly independent all I, the way. I think, I think this, it is. I think this so is So, it might 100%. have been a distribution issue as well. well you maybe. Know? It got onto cable, and I hope more people see it. Yeah, it's it's streaming on, did we see it on Tubi? Is that where we I saw it? I think we saw it on Tubi. Yeah, right. it's streaming on Tubi, and it's, it's, like we've said, and Eric said, it's way better than it needs to be, and everybody's pretty fucking great in it honestly i know eric didn't like tom arnold but tom arnold is an acquired taste i think in general he's doing the rock band manager shtick yeah so they're all doing shtick basically they're all doing shtick it's just some of them are better at it than others namely jake Busey. i think jake Busey nails it completely and i think tom arnold goes over the top but the so the the, so there's giant ants now there's dog size ants I think we're up to like almost like horse size ants. Horse size point. ants now, and uh, Bigfoot and Firecracker are are spying on them from a distance with the uh, what do they got a telescope or binoculars? They or got something. binoculars, I think. And they're like, "Holy shit! They did exactly what we told them not to do." These fucking idiots. We have to go and save the day because these ants are going to multiply and they're going to go into Coachella and then into Los Angeles and you know end up living in the L.A. River and them. So we can't have that. So they like they, they, suit they up. arm arm armor up right. They get their their guns and ammunition. And they got dynamite. They, yes, dynamite. They got everything. They got bows and arrows. They got all right. kinds of shit. Yep. Bigfoot they, puts on like traditional. 
traditional Indian war paint. Mm-hmm. The guy who plays him is an actual Native American his actor. Name, his name is Michael Horse. And Michael he's Horse. Been, he's been in all of the things that you need and sort of wizened old Native American yeah. man for. Right. So you've you've definitely seen him in a million things. Right. And, and Firecracker is the, the little person who was on Seinfeld. It, among other among things. Among other things. Yeah. Right. And so the, they, they get in the Jeep and uh, they're going to go take care of this problem. Meanwhile, uh, the band... Uh, and their their truck pulling the the airstream trailer. Well, they they have to ditch the airstream trailer at at that at that point at that point because mm-hmm. it's fucked it's up. It's been rolled over. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in bad shape. So they, they actually save the guitars. <laughs> well, the, all the all the equipment is in the truck. Which huh. to me, like it's not. Well, yeah, it makes sense because you wouldn't have the equipment in the airstream, right? Because you were outside in the middle of the desert. Nobody's going to steal your shit, right? True. So, but I, I would think still, it in I would still think that it's probably not a great place to store it. Mm, but probably not. And, you know, it can rain in the desert. You don't want that shit getting wet. Well, and you're getting dirt all over your like amps and stuff. Yeah, well, these guys are dirty. Who cares? Yeah. So they have to load everybody up into the truck. So Tom Arnold. And uh, Jake Michaels and the guitar player all end up in the the bed of the truck. And then groupie girlfriend and the drummer, who whose truck it is, mm-hmm. are in the actual in the cab. cab of the truck and right. the drummer's driving. Right, right. That's right. And so they that's how they're escaping from the ants. They're driving yeah. really fast in the truck. Right. And there's a, a long protracted chase. chase scene yeah there's a lot of different gags yeah there's uh, like, you know they've got like three bullets in the gun and you know uh, what are you going to do against a sea of ants well they shoot the gun three times and then i think he throws it because that's just that's trope. what you do yeah always throw the gun but then he attacks one of the ants with his axe oh right right which is a guitar mm-hmm. not an axe right but it's but it's, it's, a, but it's axe, an axe right yeah, yeah. Right, El Cabong with mm-hmm. the with the thing, and uh, uh, does he murder it? Did they go oh, yeah. back into? They go to the wave subside, and then they I come back bigger. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that he just gets the ant off the back of the truck so yeah. that they can escape. And maybe that ant lived, but then there. But there's a there's a group of ants in pursuit of the truck full of the musicians. Through what's the band called? Do we Sonic get? Grave. Sonic Grave. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The side boob girl is in the store. She's like, oh yeah, my mom used to listen to Sonic Grave. You know, making yeah. them feel old. Right. You know, um, so they uh, they make it to Nochella. Uh, the uh, 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 Bigfoot and Firecracker are able to deal with the ant problem. Well, no, they don't deal with the ant problem. Oh, no, they don't deal with the ant problem because of the uh, the great finale of the movie. Yes, which is completely 100% ripped off of Mars Attacks. Right. They get on stage and play Don't Close Your Eyes. No, they don't. Did they play Side Boob? No, they play a song called Blow My Fuse, which is the other song from the band Kicks that they used in the oh, film. Well, that's, so there's two songs by a band called Kicks. From the 80s. An, a, a legit 80s hair metal band. Yes. And they use the song Blow My Fuse. And when they sing Blow My Fuse, the ants' heads blow up. Right. Which is exactly what happens in the the end of Mars Attacks, except instead of it being heavy metal music, it's, I think it's Slim Pickens, or it's some Slim Pickens-esque. You know, I don't remember Mars Attacks that much. I've seen it multiple times, and it's, I just think of it as being a movie full of cameos. Well, it is a yeah. movie full of cameos, but... The, they blow the aliens' heads up by playing. I, I think it was Slim Pickens, but it might be it's some other Slim Pickens esque like whistling cowboy music. Ah, uh, okay, funny. And, yeah, they drive around in a truck and blow all the the aliens' heads up. Yeah, with music. Well, you know, 
blow my fuse is better. Right, because you get to blow up ants instead. Yeah, and it's like this big heavy metal concert or this big glam metal concert or hair metal concert, well, whatever. It's, it's the but it's a it's at no cellist, so there's about twenty people there. Yes, yeah, I've I've been the band girlfriend at that gig. Yeah, yeah and again, yeah, I've, those those are the <laughs> those are the festival gigs I've played. Yes, so I felt very I felt very comfortable. Yes, it it felt welcoming and familiar. <laughs> Yeah, obviously we recommend this. I thought mm-hmm. it was uh, a, a ton of fun. Is it a good movie? It is. It's close to being, I would say. It is a well-crafted, low-budget indie movie. It is the, I, you know, oh, beginning of the end. That had giant grasshoppers in it. <laughs> Bringing it back from the beginning of the episode. Right, right, giant <laughs> grasshoppers. This is, I will go out on a limb and say that this is the best giant insect movie that I have ever seen. Thanks for listening to Cinema Super Collider. You can find us online at anchor.fm, but you can also subscribe to our podcast via any of the major podcast networks, including the Apple Store, Spotify, and others. If you'd like to email us, you can reach us at cinemasupercast at gmail.com. Thanks, and we hope to see you again in the future. Right.